another edition of Kent and the Steering Team back at you again for another week. Um, as always, you've got myself, uh, Phil, my good uh, mate Drew. Sarah's here along for the ride as well. Unfortunately, Kent can't be with us. He's way back in Sydney somewhere with Drew, while Sarah and I are off jet-setting around the world. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Drew, how would you be? Mate, it's been too long. It's been way too long. So, of course, despite the fact that you're all hearing... Week to week episodes, nothing changing. Uh, for us, though, we haven't recorded for three three weeks. I don't know. I, I think it's longer. I think nearly a month. A we month. Left on the tenth. Okay, well, it's been a month then. Yeah. So we haven't recorded for a month or so, and uh, wow. yet, yeah, 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 absolutely. But uh, here we are. The audio probably sounds a little bit differently because we're recording on laptop. Well, I'm recording on my laptop with Sarah, um, and we're also. Coming at you from Nashville, Tennessee. So Ooh. in a couple of weeks, this will air in a couple of weeks. So by that time, we're no longer in the US, probably. But uh, we are currently recording from, yeah, Nashville, Tennessee. No, it'll, yeah. it'll air this week. Oh, we're going to do this. Will it air this week? Either this week or next week. How many episodes do, did we, at this point in time, oh, we're gonna, of recording? We're, we're going to pace out those episodes. Okay, okay, so this is going to go up this week. Yeah, it feels better okay. to be current. But this will either go up this week or next week. We'll do, we're, we're going to do a couple of episodes today, um, mostly to take advantage of your brilliant internet that you have right now. Absolutely, because it's off the charts good. I've never seen yes. internet so high. In the, I can't remember what I... I sent you the picture of it because I was just shocked by it, but it was something like... Uh, internet. Yeah, it was. It was 258 Whoa. megabits a second, a ping of nine, Whew. an upload speed of 23.2 megabits. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Jeepers. I love it. That's oh, phenomenal. Uh, oh. Yeah, so I think I think that's a great idea, taking advantage of the fact that we're here. Um, I think perhaps this will be this week's episode. I think it's um, I think it's owed to our audience to hear about your travels in the real time but next week we will have our review of avengers endgame and it will be loaded to the brim with spoilers because as of yesterday or today for you the spoiler ban has been lifted on the film has it yeah um the studio the russo brothers everyone they all went yep cool monday we're gonna lift the spoiler ban because we're putting out a trailer for the next marvel film and just made sense yeah that's totally fair yeah um yeah of course and and, and sarah and i have seen um avengers endgame we saw that in midland in texas midland um, yeah we it took a little while but we managed to line up a session and go and see it at the movies and it was great where to did see you it. Where, I, did, where did you go amc uh, it was a regal. regal regal they didn't have yeah they didn't have an amc in, in, regal, in Midland. very nice yeah amc is my favorite but uh of all the cinemas that i've gone to in the u.s was but it uh no. it was regal uh, regal regal oh. yeah so uh yeah that's they're what that's what we same did yeah, the same. 
Yeah, there's slight differences. They all have butter that you can, you know, same uh, same but melted different. butter that you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they all have melted melted butter that you can spray on your popcorn, so it's all good to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what we've done. Um, yeah, so I, I, I guess with that in mind, then we'll we'll give you a rundown on, of our trip adventures. Yeah, please do dive right in. Okay, so Sarah, where should we start? Should we start at the beginning? See, I have my perfectly compiled list of destinations we have been to so far. Yeah, Sarah has a. She's actually done a terrific job of listing out all the different places we've gone to. So, so, yeah, so this is what we did. Day one, which was April 10th, we left Sydney. Yeah. Where did we go en route to our first stop? We had a splendid stop up in Hawaii for all of an hour. Yes. Um, but technically we can say we've been there because we left the airport. Yeah, we walked out of the airport, round to the international terminal and back into the airport. But unlike a normal kind of transfer where you stay within the building, uh, we left the building. So yes, therefore we have technically been to Hawaii now. Woo! Yep. Um, and then via... What was it? And then we went to Seattle. Seattle. And then we, d- we didn't leave the airport at Seattle, no, though, but uh, it was also the middle of the night, so well, it was at about, what, 6 o'clock, 6, 7 o'clock at night, so <laughs> we saw night, absolutely nothing anyway, and it was incredibly uh, cloudy and, uh, yeah, overcast, so, uh, and, and uh, foggy, in fact, so there wasn't much to be seen anyway, um, and then onwards to Boozman. Boozman, and what was interesting was... And almost like the the dawning of the fact that this is real, we're going into the middle of nowhere and we're starting our trip in the middle of nowhere, was with each leg of the trip, the plane got smaller. So Sydney to Honolulu was uh, 747 with Qantas. Then we changed onto a little 737 uh, with Alaskan Airlines to, um, to Seattle. And then we moved on to a little tiny little Embraer, which was only two seats uh, each side. Um, plane, yeah. On to Bozeman. Yeah. Dinky little thing. The airport is basically like a chalet, a chalet? Like a little wood cabin, log cabin, little shack. It's very quaint though. It was a beautiful airport, in fact, in Bozeman. Yeah, yeah, it it reminded me of the sort of thing, sort of of ski lodge sort of thing. Yeah, ski lodge that you'd find up in a, um, a, a ski resort, you know, the fact that it had wooden beams, it had lovely river stone, um, uh, uh, what's the word, beams and stuff like that, or, or um, stacks in order to support the beams, and then it, the, the timber beams, and it had fires going, nice, lovely, roaring yeah, fires going all around the place. It was proper, wow, like, quaint. It was a beautiful airport, one of the coolest airports I've been to. Um, we arrived there at midnight, we got out of the airport, and it was pitch black you couldn't see anything and we couldn't see any stars because uh there was yeah quite heavy cloud above us but still so dark no light pollution at all um our lovely uber driver Catherine. i think she was the only uber driver in bozeman yeah probably the only uber driver in bozeman um a city of what like thirty three thousand people or something like that bozeman oh no that was well that was helena bozeman might be smaller no bozeman was bigger wasn't it Fort yeah. Bozeman had 46,000 people. Um, people. As we drove to our Motel 6, the first of many on our adventures, we um, we noticed that it started to snow out in front of us. Um, so, yeah, some snowfall and it got heavier and heavier. Of course, we unloaded our bags at our Motel 6 and realized there was a Walmart just down the road and Sarah, neither of us had been to Walmart. So what did we do? Obviously, trek straight to Walmart. Yes, and what time was it? <laughs> 
uh, approximately 1am. Yeah, about 1am, and we walked to Walmart so as it, it snowed. So 24 hours? Yes, it was 24 that, hours. It all seems to be 24 hours. It's great. Is, exactly. Do you need any time, Walmart? Okay. Um, i got to preface the next question with another question. Was there a McDonald's in there? There was, but it was closed. Okay, that was my next uh, the question. McDo- yeah, yep. the McDonald's isn't 24 hours within the Walmart. Uh, it, fun fact about Walmart as well, they've got Wi-Fi always, <laughs> and it is actually Wi-Fi. pretty bloody good Wi-Fi, as we found out on our adventures. A lot of my vlogs have been uploaded from Walmart, <laughs> uh, in fact, and uh, they also have, as we found out by um, Sarah's cousin when we got to Helena, we found out that... Uh, if you are in doubt of accommodation or without accommodation on your adventures, you legally can park in a Walmart car park and spend the night. Which I really want to do before this trip is ended. Just to say I slept in a Walmart car park. Please do mm-hmm. it. See, I'm excited. I just don't think that's up right, but... Well, when I've been driving all day, I don't really want to have a oh, rough night's no. sleep. But don't, <laughs> but don't you have an awesome car? We, we do. We oh, do we have a do terrific that. car. All right. So, well, the next stop, Helena. Helena was. <sighs> you say that it was interesting. We we discovered <laughs> the charms of a Helena. Yeah. Look, I we discovered so. the charms a couple days into Helena. We got stuck going for a walk to the state capital. Helena has a <laughs> has about thirty three thousand people in it. The, capital the state of capital of Montana. The state capital building is wedged between trailer park and. Well, not trailer park, but uh, uh, what is it? What do they call it? Mobile Mobile home park and uh, one-story dwelling houses. So very, very residential area for the state capital to be in. Yeah, not very quaint. Like, I pictured it into my head to be like this lovely small village, well, city, with at least something to see. But it's just houses and and second-hand car. Yeah. Places literally everywhere. I think that's Yeah, it's incredibly run-down feeling. But again... Gorgeous views around us. The, yeah. the, the mountains all around, uh, stunning. Uh, we did, though, on one of the later or, or the, the final nights, go and visit uh, downtown or old Helena, which has a lovely little touristy sort of place. That was quite interesting that we finally got to see some some life there and, and spend some time there. We went to a proper, uh, I don't want to say it offensively, but hick kind of bar. You know, where there was a oh, yeah. proper Western band and everything like that, um, and, and people dancing. A country Some bar? Interesting... Yeah, we'll say that. Country bar. Yeah. Proper, yeah. proper like, country folk out there. Real interesting stuff. Um, and we also got to go to Glacier National Park. We didn't go to Yellowstone because Yellowstone was suffering from uh, flooding mm-hmm. and mud mudslides and mud mess oh, uh, this time of year because of the snow, obviously. But uh, everything's melting and it's just causing issues. But we did go to Glacier, which I think was stunning. We're about three hours south of Canada. Not even, I don't think. Oh, not like, even. Glacier, we're, like, borders Canada. Like, yeah, we're we close. Were way up, yeah, we're right up, up at the border. Like, and, uh, yeah, it was stunning. Stunning National Park. Again, I filmed one of my vlogs there, and it was just silence there. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so picturesque. Uh, we drove on, drove on through a a Native American town as well. <laughs> beyond, Yeah, it's called Browning, uh, Montana. Uh, and I think it would be the terrific setting for a horror horror movie. Yeah. By that I mean we'd been informed that quite recently and a quite uh, common occurrence, yeah. uh, some women had escaped from there because they were being put into a uh, sex trafficking kind of 
Yeah, so yeah, people they, trafficking like, in sex women, trafficking. And then the poor women try to escape and then freeze to death because it's literally and like literally in the middle of nothing. Like you yeah. drive for hours and you just like along nothing, and then there's like this tiny, tiny town of just nothing, followed by more nothing. The, the weird Charming. thing about it as well, yeah. The weird thing about it is that oh. so it's in tablelands. So you'll you'll be driving up the and seeing these gorgeous mountain ranges, and suddenly they'll stop and it's because you're above them all and then you keep going over a couple of little hills and there's this town and it's just strange and yeah look america we didn't see any people though like no there was just nothing it looked like it'd been abandoned like you'd expect just to hear the wind and see the tumbleweed whatever it's called yeah and and hear like a gate like an old rusty gate kind of going yeah like and that's it there it's just such a strange place. And again, America is famous for that idea that you can go on a road trip and there's no issue of you'll get to a gas station or a little town or a diner or something like that along the way. No, nah, this is, there's nothing for hours in any direction. Is it because of the route you took or? No, it, I, it, so. I don't think so because there no. weren't many roads around. Again, you're going through mountain ranges, so there's not a great opportunity for roads. No, most of Montana seems to just be like mountain ranges. Yeah, Montana's got a. Little towns and cities. Okay. Yeah, around like hours apart. Look, and and for for a state in the United States of America, there's only a million people in the n- entirety of Montana. Wow, and it's a large okay. space. It's a big yeah. space, Montana. Yeah. And yeah, there's nothing in it. It's yeah. but it's beautiful. Uh, anyway, from there we went on to Vegas. Vegas. How did we get there? What did we go via? Uh, mm, okay. Yep. Oh, Salt Lake City. Yep. Ooh. Uh, yep. So we went yeah. through Salt Lake City. Did you go knock yeah. on any doors? No, thank goodness, because we're not <laughs> awful people. Um, yeah, so we, we, we went via Salt Lake City and onwards to Vegas. And when we got to Vegas, oh, Vegas was a laugh. Look, Vegas was hilarious. It was hilarious because... It was awful. Yeah, look, it's not our city. It's not a place that we need to go to. It's not a place I kind of need to go to again. However, I said that last time I went to Vegas. And you I didn't still think I really went again. It. Yeah, and look, we went again, but we went again because it was the cheapest place to get a hire car, cheapest place to get accommodation, to just hang about for five days. Is that because and everyone goes there? Or Yeah, basically. Basically, yeah. And yeah. we mistakenly booked in the dirtiest area of Las Vegas. Yeah, Ooh. but what was interesting... Which turned out to be the place to get. Yeah, look, it was really interesting. When we, when we got to Vegas, we were staying in downtown Vegas, not on the Strip. Yep. Almost, like, we did that intentionally. We didn't want to be on the Strip. Too chaotic. Yep. But as the Uber kept driving along and we could see the strip disappearing <laughs> behind us and we we're like, where are we going? What is going on? And we ended up going to like old Vegas where they've got the old neon signs and everything like that, which is interesting. That would but have been it cool. just, Yeah, look, it was cool, but it was just, it, it just felt like we'd gone to like, oh God, like we've gone to the wrong end of town. Like, <laughs> of course we have. We didn't do any research. What have we done? Um, and look, the first couple of days of the hotel were interesting because it smelt like like just completely of weed in the lifts like this we're told that there's like a 250 dollars fine if you smoke in the rooms but it's like how the hell are they going to tell they smelt so (laughs) awful um you know like the room smelt like cleaning product trying to cover a smell so we went straight to a walgreens and bought uh some lovely cotton wipes so i could wipe the previous girl's makeup off the bed head yes you could tell someone had spent some time on their knees with their face against the headboard um can't think what they were doing yeah look look, there was a tv though there was technically wi-fi i guess you could call it that (laughs) it was some sort of signal um 
And yeah, it was interesting. It but wasn't that fun. No, we had a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun because we ended up going downstairs and we discovered that there was this cool outdoor area of the hotel. Our hotel Ooh. was probably the, one of the only places in the entirety of Vegas where there weren't um, pokies and stuff like that. There weren't gambling uh, within the, the, the hotel. It was, yeah, it was interesting but that there wasn't. what we did any. have was a courtyard wedding. Yeah, we did we have a courtyard wedding. wedding. That was interesting. He yeah. was dressed in full camo and she had this like see-through mesh white dress on yep quite interesting yep. <laughs> uh yeah we so we we had that um look it was uh it was cool though look there was they had uh, the, they had outdoor big games so they had big jenga they had um big the chess they had table tennis they had like um beer pong and they had jumbo beer pong uh, they had, uh, yeah, look, just all these like fun games. And we ended up playing several games of Uno with our Uno cards out there, yeah. you know, having some drinks and it was lovely. It was a lovely, it was a, it was a, it was a cool place. The hotel room or the lifts were sketchy, especially cause it felt like the lifts were going to plummet to the ground every single time we got oh, into yeah, it, but it was, it was cool. And look, we there survived. were some homeless people around, but we, we, that was it. That I did get my first like danger alert on my iPhone. Yes, yeah, so did I. I. Two, in fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 had a warning going on about uh, a teenager who had <laughs> murdered murdered somebody, murdered somebody was and was loose. now on the loose in a white BMW with a number plate. Marimar. Marimar. Can I see what happened? With wow. Yeah. So Sarah's <laughs> going to go looking up about what happened with that. But yeah. So so that was interesting. We went shopping that day and we're out and about and we walked back to the. Uh, hotel while the police sirens and helicopters were flying about so they were definitely in our area that was interesting did you but, did uh, you take in a show did you go to the casino at all or any of the casinos oh, we at did. all we, we won big yeah we won big we actually did it we uh went to a casino uh in the middle of nowhere because we went to the cinemas and we went and saw the movie missing link uh that's the only show we took in in vegas, in vegas. <laughs> Again, we're we're there to spend as little money as possible and yep. just hang out for a week. So it was definitely Fair. a, a yeah. holiday away from home, a relaxing holiday away from home, um, a staycation, but in Vegas. Basically, we had terrific fun um, yeah. on several occasions, and uh, yeah, we walked the, the the strip as well. We went and explored that, um, and uh, yeah, we 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 went and uh, went into this casino, some random casino. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was called like the Station or something like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we did, and we gambled, and we won. We won pretty well, actually. <laughs> we won $15. Woo! So to think about Big the spender. fact that so many... Yeah, well, to think about it, the amount of people that go into Vegas and lose, we came out winners. Yeah. You won more than the hourly average rate of pay for any co-worker in America. Absolutely, we did. Exactly. Yeah, we did fantastically well. Um, especially, win. well, especially when you think about the fact that the city is built on losers. It is the, the city <laughs> wouldn't survive without, like Vegas wouldn't be what it is if everyone was a winner. So the fact that we left winners. It's the only it, city we, that's in a constant state of construction. Yeah, absolutely. It it certainly is, and it's again interesting when we're in our Uber leaving the strip. We're staying in the we're, we've got in our Uber at the Venetian uh, Casino. Yep, and we. Rolled on down the strip uh, all the way along till we got to downtown and we just saw things get slowly worse and worse and more and more divey, which was interesting. But since then, everyone we've spoken to have, has said, oh, did you manage to get out of the strip and actually go and see real Vegas down at downtown? And we just keep going, oh, yeah, of course we did. Yeah, of course we did. We went down there. We saw that. And they're like, yeah, it's really cool with the zip line and everything. And I was like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because we stayed there. 
Uh, yeah. So it turns out that was the place to go. Um, what did we do after that ceremony on the last day of Vegas? Last day of Vegas. Oh, we went and got the hire car. Yeah. Yep. We got the hire car, so we pootled on over to Enterprise. And, yeah, I was so expecting it to be a scam because we so underpaid for this car. Um, <laughs> and we did. We got that, and, like, it was it was great. We had great chats with the lady about the ruse in Australia. And then, yeah, we got, like, escorted to the car. We're, 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 it's funny because we were both expecting them to look at my license or something like that or look at, like, my credit card or something and say just something just and say wrong. no but instead we're talking to the lady on the side who had walked us over to the desk about australia and then her her, her colleague took my card and my license yeah looked at it gave it back in about three seconds and then it was like yeah so just so you go see the guys around the corner or they'll take you to the car and it's like oh okay bye yeah like the whole thing took like five minutes yeah that's like something uh, out of the movies, movies. Yeah, exactly, it was. And we walked around the corner and we were expecting something like a Toyota RAV4 or something like that. So mid-sized SUV, it's called. Yep. Um, that class. And we got there and uh, we, we were upgraded instead to a Hyundai Tucson. Yeah, and then, a choice of number Yeah, they, they, there was yeah. about four different ones. There was a burgundy-coloured one. There was like three white ones, two of which, we, which had uh, California plates and one that had a Colorado plate. So we went for the unique one and went for the white one with the Colorado plates. Yep. So we've very got a nice. Colorado plated car. Yes, exactly. And it's served us very well. We've got our phones synced up to it so we can play our music whenever we want to. We've got Apple CarPlay, yep. which is lovely. How, and, how uh, is CarPlay? It works quite well. It's maps is very ha- It's very handy. The issue is more with Google Maps and Apple Maps because they're both shockingly awful uh map system or GPS systems. You know, CarPlay is good if it's if the driver has their phone connected. Yeah. As a passenger. Yeah. Like, if it, it, Phil wants to use Maps and I want to go on Facebook or something, I as soon as I it. close Maps, it closes it on it, the screen. And it just uh, goes up to the home screen yeah. rather than staying on Maps. Yeah, so it gets a bit annoying in that right, sense. So, so you need almost, to keep one phone programmed for it and the other one... Which I don't know why we've not done that. Yeah, I don't know why my phone is... I've not just set my phone to it. Well, we'll give that a go tomorrow. Well, exactly. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why we've does it, done Does it that, accept anyway. Google Maps as opposed to Apple Maps? Yeah, you can either yeah. run Google Maps or oh, Apple Maps. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. And yeah, look, it, it supports Spotify as well. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah, that's so it, awesome. Yeah, so it's fantastic. It's it's a really handy system and it works perfectly. I need to keep um, these in mind because the car's going to die soon. Yeah, I, look, when we get back, I think we're going to be looking into a Hyundai Tucson, <laughs> to be honest, because <laughs> I'm just so used to it. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you now... Day one, leaving, uh, I had to sit in that car and get everything perfectly, driving position perfectly, get everything set up, get the aircon organized, understand where the indicators were and everything like that, headlights, everything like that before I set off on the US roads because, again, I was horrified of driving on the wrong side of the road. It was such an unusual concept. Again, the road rules, the only thing that's different is that everyone's a lot more polite over there, uh, over here, and also you can indicate uh, and turn right on a red light. Almost always, unless specified, which is like one place we've encountered across the whole of America so far. So it's been, it, it look, I'm kind of glad that we started off on the interstate, leaving or heading straight out of Vegas, straight on indicate uh, interstate towards uh, Hoover Dam. And it gave me time to kind of acclimatize and get ready and get used to it and also get used to the transition of miles or kilometers to miles. That's really, str- it's such a strange feeling 
going like 60 miles an hour and you're like, 60, that's a little number. I want to be going 110. 60 is little. Yeah, because when I came to Australia and I was doing like 60 of what should have been like a 30 mile an hour zone. I'm like... <gasps> yeah, you're doing a big number. Like, oh, so it's really strange. Um, that's so confusing. People drive a... Yeah, it look it's strange. It's handy that the, the, the Speedo also has kilometers in it, though. So that's nice. Half the time it's just been a, a, um, a game for me of average fuel. Yeah. I've been playing the average fuel game a lot. Just watching that gauge and trying to get off the throttle as much as I can or accelerate hard and then lift off and roll for a while so I can get the average fuel up. So that's been fun for me, having a car that can actually tell you that with an actual dial on how much fuel you're saving, uh, depending on your throttle percentage. So that's interesting. Wow. Um, thrilling and fun. Yeah, thrilling. It took, us, it took us about three hours to work out where the, the brake or the, the handbrake was. Yeah, no, I did YouTube it. Yeah, we had to YouTube, YouTube it because like, we couldn't work out where the hell the, the thing was. A lot of modern cars have a little switch. Was it a foot brake? Um, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah, basically was, but but you couldn't see it because it was right next to the engine pop or the the the, the bonnet um, uh, latch, so we couldn't work out where it was. Which is why would you was. expect the handbrake to be? So like yeah, look. Like so is it is it a switch? Is it a pedal? What is it? It's a pedal. It's a pop pedal. So you push it down. Yep. And then you push, click on it to to un, uh, to release but it. But the car still rolls. It's the worst all American thing cars ever. do that That's though. Weird. It's ridiculous. The handbrake's a shit house. Whenever you put the car into park, foot on the brake, put the handbrake on. When you release your foot off the brake, the car still lunges forward. Every American car I've been in does that. See, our CX nine has a foot brake instead of the handbrake, but yeah. you just press it in, and then that's it. It's done. It has a little lurch though. Not, yeah, not American much, cars. It, it's a, American yeah. cars do an awful thing where they have enormous lurches. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so that's that's a bit annoying. But uh, anyway, anyway, on with the, the show. <laughs> yeah, we saw Hoover Dam. That was cool. My second oh. time to the Hoover Dam. Yeah, my first. It was it was crazy. It was really cool. The bridge was like my favorite bit. Like the the one where you can like drive over the Hoover Dam and see everything. Yeah, down. so it's just like an impressive structure. Yeah, so the Hoover Dam is the old highway. Uh, the, the road that goes across it, which is now just a tourist drive for people to drive to a car park on the other side of the Hoover Dam. Um, yeah. That was once the main highway, a one-lane each-way road, which snakes its way down um, a valley, then crosses over the dam, you know, and crosses the, the Colorado River, then obviously. But now they've built a massive interstate there instead. So how, um, how long's the interstate been there? A while, like I think it's been there for ages, ages and ages and ages. But this bridge looks brand new, and it's uh, it it's not a young bridge, I'm sure, but still, it's a fantastic structure and it's enormous. Like you look at it from down below, and it's such a cool kind of arch bridge, arch looking bridge with just this flat road up above it. Um, it looked really it cool from the videos you guys were putting up. Yeah, and it, it towers it towers above the Hoover Dam and the Colorado River way below it's also interesting to note when you look at the colorado river on one side of the dam you see it's level and you go oh yeah i'm sure it's not that deep but no if you walk over to the other side of it of the dam and you look down the massive drop yep <laughs> that's how deep the colorado river is like it's a really deep river so that's, that's amazing that's interesting thing about it mm. yeah it's really cool of course there's the fun fact that concrete is still setting within the hoover dam um, i love that fact <laughs> I find it fascinating that there's still wet cement within it, just because it's so thick. Um, Is there an ETA the as clocks? to when it will actually dry? 
like another 60 years or so, I think, something like that. Jeez. And Sarah's looking it up. When will the Hoover Dam cure? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, let's have a look. In 125 years, it just said, I think. I think I got that wrong. Um, but anyway, so then we got back in the car. We'll keep finding the facts and we'll... we'll We'll read out what it says. Yeah, we got back in the car and we drove on to... We, we, we took a little while before we worked out our, our route properly, but we got to a little town of Williams, just as the interstate kind of ends and you turn off and you head towards um, the Grand Canyon. Yep. That's where we chose to spend the night. Um, we, we spent the, the night in a town called Williams, and it was a gorgeous little Route 66 town with massive tourist shops oh, gift shops oh so sarah loves herself yeah. i would live there i would happily move there she loves a gift shop like days touring the gift shops what was most interesting about it was that so yeah every shop along there was basically a gift shop or a restaurant um great restaurants or a motel great restaurants um as well mind you we had terrific food there oh i'd have does that dessert every day of the week um half-baked cookie with ice cream and chocolate sauce and it was yum yeah it was amazing um and uh yeah the gift shops though were open from eight in the morning and closed at about 10 o'clock at night like the gift shops are open all all the time it is a closer time i think it's just when the crowds die down they lock up like yeah probably up. because yeah. it's but it's just it's it's fascinating it's a lovely little town lovely quaint little town everyone's really happy in there yeah along route 66 it's it's really nice um and then uh yeah, then we... In fact, I think the Hoover Dam is on Route 66. I think that's what the old road is. And then the interstate came along and it kind of made everything go quiet, except for things like the So Hoover did you Dam do much Williams. of Route 66 then? No, we, we... We we went, like, on and off it a couple of times, but we didn't do yeah. Route 66. Yeah, exactly. We we kept... It, it's interesting. We, we came back to it at points that we didn't expect to come onto it. Okay. Um, like, for example, when we got to Albuquerque, we somehow ended up back on Route 66... And I didn't even know it went through Albuquerque, but anyway, it did, apparently. That's what mm -hmm. the sign said. Um, yeah, so we, we saw uh, Grand Canyon. Sarah, thoughts on Grand Canyon? It was crazy. Yeah. Like, I've seen so many pictures and things, like, you know, like, all oh, the videos, but, like, seeing it, like, just doesn't compare to the videos and pictures, like, whatsoever. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You look at the different layers of rock in it, and that almost almost tricks your mind into thinking that you've seen the bottom or you've seen, like, a ridge or something like that. But in actual fact, it just is so ridiculously vast and so ridiculously far away. And you look at some rock formations and you realize it's a valley that you're looking dead straight down. And you just go, how on earth is that over there? And you, I, I also love the fact that the, the other side, the north side of the canyon, is about 100 feet taller than the side that the south side. But because of the earth's curvature, it looks like it's exactly the same height. Uh, there you go, flat earthers. That's a reason why they look like they're the exact same height uh, when it's so far away. Yeah, so it's it's fascinating. Uh, we then did something that so we we then from that point went on to uncharted territory for both of us. In that, uh, when I went to the Grand Canyon last time, I turned around and went straight back the same road that I'd been on on that tour that I went on. But this time we left the car park, took a left, and drove onwards towards uh, Page. Uh, Page, Arizona, where we saw Horseshoe Ben. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah, Horseshoe Ben. You know Horseshoe Ben? That, yeah. That, like, fam yeah, that famous horseshoe. 
um, again, with the Colorado River in it. Look, it's beautiful. Uh, Page is a lovely little town. Page is lovely. Yeah, it's a lovely little Very town. Sweet it's got a town. yeah, it's got a river right. Uh, sorry, a, a lake right by it. I can't remember what the lake was called, but it's got a lake um, right by it. Um, great little motels, great people. Uh, one of the loveliest motel owners I think we've ever come across. He was lovely to talk to. Um, we came across a also equally as cool bridge, which we didn't get a picture of sadly, but it was a fantastic looking bridge over the canyon. Um, we saw. Horseshoe Bend. We stayed. Oh, we went to a Walmart again. Of course, we did. Of course, uh, yeah. Horseshoe Bend is difficult. There's construction going on there. They're building a car park to make it bigger, obviously. But uh, yeah, we had to park down the road on the side of the road and walk back, and then walk basically through orange desert sand up over a ridge to get to yeah, it's Horseshoe like, Bend. It's deceptive. It looks like you're just going up a hill, and then you're going to see it. Yeah, no. You get to the top of the hill, and you've got to walk like five miles. It just went on forever. It was uh, exhausting and hot and dry, but cool. It well was beautiful. Well worth it. Yeah. Uh, from there, we drove onwards again uh, through Monument Valley. We went and saw the Forrest Gump point where Forrest Gump famously gave up his run. Yep. <laughs> that was really cool. Had to do it, Drew. We had to do it. Of course. Sarah, Sarah <laughs> asked me the question as we drove along. How many people know about this spot or go to this point? And then I, I started trying to work it out in my head and I was thinking out loud and I said, well, hang on, you got to think about the number of people that watched the movie. Then you got to reduce it by the number of people that drive here. Then you got to reduce it by the number of people that are, are bothered to stop in this point. You know, like it just, the number got so small. Anyway, we got to the point, Monument Valley was phenomenal, mind you. I kept thinking of um, National Lampoon as we drove through Monument Valley, but Monument Valley is just stunning. It's just ridiculous to think about everything that's there and the way it looks and how it was formed. It's just amazing. So gorgeous, gorgeous place. If you ever get the chance to do that road trip, oh yeah, do it. Go through there for sure. Like you cannot avoid that. It's just amazing. Uh, it takes your breath away. Forest Gump Point were the first people to, I say first people, because we got there, pulled over, I got on the road, had a look around, car started to slowly drive past, and I was like, oh, God, i just got to wait for the gap, gap in the traffic. Turns out they were all stopping. It's because literally everyone else was there to do the exact same thing as well. But we just somehow were the first cars to get there. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah, there was about, what, like yeah, six cars minutes. rocked. Yeah, six cars rocked up or so to, to do exactly that. Some people, I don't think, realized that it is an active highway, though, because they kept standing in the middle of the road as cars kept trying to drive through. Yeah, like 70 miles an hour. Yeah, like. it's, it's a proper highway. Like, it's not nothing. Like, this is the, the main thoroughfare through Monument Valley and between Arizona and uh, Utah. Anyway, so we got to our stopover for the night in Bluff, a little quiet little town. Bluff? About six people. Yeah, it felt like about six people. It's called Bluff. Bluff. Um, wow. it's, yeah, it's, it's wedged between basically like a mini Grand Canyon. You know, there's, yeah, it's there's, really weird. Okay. It's one of those, another town where it's like you're driving... You don't see any, and like the map says, you'll be arriving in like four minutes, and, and you have you can no just idea. See nothing besides mountains, and then it just like appears. Yeah, you just round a corner just because you get there, you're yeah. out of it. Like it's yeah, exactly. It's just a real nothingness, but, but it's it was cute. Nice. It, it was, was cute. It was a cool place. Again, I've been there. It's interesting. To look at a map and say that I've been there. Um, onwards to a little bit through Colorado, so our car was at home, which is nice. Um, and then we got to turn quickly into, um, 
uh, New Mexico, where we then arrived at the Four Corners Monument, which is between New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, and Utah, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. And that was absolutely worth stopping for. Not. That was just... <laughs> it was like $10 or something? It was $10 to, like... to, to go in there. $5 per person. So imagine if we had a full car. Ridiculous. $5 each person to enter. Uh, you get there, you see basically four walls of basically the back of shops. Um, and you realize that they are indeed shops. You're like, surely not. Not here in the middle of nowhere. No, they're little shop stalls for people to... Along the highways, you get to random points where you just have people selling random crap random jewelry. Stuff. Um, and then we got to, uh... Anyone selling squirrels? <laughs> no, unfortunately. I need to show Sarah that still, by the way. What? Um, yeah, she hasn't seen it. <gasps> rat race. Oh. oh rat, rat race. race. Yeah. yeah, so I'll show her that shortly. But, uh, yeah, so we, <laughs> no one's selling squirrels, but everyone's selling crap, cheap jewellery. the weirdest shit. And just, there's really, like, inconspicuous signs, like, the beef jerky. Just these, like, really badly hand-drawn signs. And then... You drive like a mile down, it's just some guy stuck next Sitting to his car, the, like yeah. <laughs> selling beef jerky at his van. Yeah, really strange. Did you buy but, any? Um, no. no. Oh. Uh, it's a like guaranteed food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, it could have been the best jerky you'd ever had. And could have been, but we didn't want to risk it. Not when we have one driver driving, a, you know, driving across <laughs> America <laughs> with a relatively tight schedule. I say that when we found out we've still got a day up our sleeves as we head to the final part of our trip. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, it turns out we we it's we because we potentially we've been, have like two extra days. Yeah, because we've been driving surprisingly. I, I've had no problem with the driving, so you know we only had to average about two and a half hours a day, and some days we've done five hours and stuff like that. So and we've had to add like three stops. Yeah, onto the trip. we've had to. We again, there was no so so basically from from four corners we got in through Albuquerque, spent an extra day in Albuquerque. It was just a rest day. We saw it as a rest day. That's all it was. It was just so maybe I could have a little bit of time to because we've been doing one day at a time. Yeah. Uh, or or you know one night in each place. Albuquerque was purely it was the biggest city they would come to, and it was just a rest stop. Saw the Breaking Bad house. We saw the Breaking oh, Bad house, and yeah. that was terribly depressing. Was there a pizza on the roof? No, there wasn't. In fact, there was a big, big metal fence, security fence around the house, because uh, apparently everyone that goes there throws a pizza you know, on the roof. Be- yeah, before the fence went up, threw a pizza <laughs> yeah, on the roof. Like CCTV, like on yeah, the front of the house. CCTV really always in action. Sad wow, like, I can't remember what it yeah, said. it was. It was. Just it was like, if you want to take pictures? do it from across the road yeah it no that was a sad sign the fact that so there was some guy sitting in there he who owned the house clearly sitting in the front yard the wife was just there the garage door was open they were rummaging through the garage and they came out and sat with him under a tree in the front yard and it looked lovely and peaceful but yeah the sign said if you want to take pictures don't disturb us yeah sit was it stand on the other side of the road yeah do it from the other side of the street awkward. you don't want to just stand across the road staring at them like yeah imagine they? that and that's why we didn't so we could have taken a photo we chose not to you can google street view it if you want to see what it looks like there was no reason for us to take a photo of it it was it was depressing and awkward why would you but take no a doubt photo they... it's on television exactly exactly right and and look they no doubt do make a lot of money off of this because apparently you can do tours of the house and everything like that. And they were driving a Mercedes, a Mercedes you know, it was parked there in the garage. They were doing pretty well for themselves, but still oh, yeah. it was depressing and uncomfortable. And again, they had this big fence around the house because they had to have it. Um, yeah, so, it, and they've they've made the house look quite different from what it looked like on the TV show as well. Yeah, then they're imagine. trying to, dis- they're, they're distancing themselves for anyone passing by, but they're, 
open to it if people are that keen for it to do a tour they can do it so we did that albuquerque otherwise we just relaxed in a motel six we had pretty good pizza delivered to us it was apparently the 17th best pizza in the united states it was voted (laughs) wow yep yep so that was pretty cool wow um we had that uh then we went onwards the other reason we went to, to Albuquerque was purely so we could turn left at Albuquerque. And because Bugs Bunny always says, I knew I should have taken that left turn at Albuquerque. So we did. We took our left turn at Albuquerque. Didn't get to Pismo, Pismo Beach. Beach. Didn't get there. Because unfortunately, we were heading south, not north like he was. So, oops. Um, unfortunately, we made the same right turn that he did then, it means. Anyway, we went on to Roswell. Roswell was interesting. Interesting because of how uninteresting it is. Oh, it's just a strip of like nothingness and just alien figurines and yeah, everyone is just really run down. Everyone is clearly trying joints. to live off of the fact that there was the the, the Roswell incident. Yeah. Um, the alleged. Roswell yeah. Look, incident. and the other problem is that it's it's a small town that's covering a large area, so it's a lot of nothingness when it doesn't need to be. Um, no matter what even you say, me- you won't be able to talk me out of wanting to go there. <laughs> no, and that's fair. That, that's uh, look, look. I get that because that was like us. We wanted to go there. We went there, been there, done that. It's a laugh. Look, we went and the saw the. Museums are funny. We like, went to yeah. We went to the UFO museum. <laughs> we went to the museum there. Uh, <laughs> spoke to the guy who was a lovely guy. We went inside, saw the stuff. Was totally not blown away with it in fact i believe less that something happened there now that i've been to that museum than beforehand maybe that's the plan that's how they're keeping it all secret by making it look so shabby that it creates non-believers no because the point of the place is that (laughs) you can again you can tell that the only trick of this town is that there's this thing so every motel every shop has a green alien figurine out the front of it. But it's so expensive. The gift shop, they had a tinfoil hat, you know, like the classic yep. tinfoil yeah, hat. Yeah, tinfoil hat. $10? Was it even more? No, it's $10, $10 for, tinf- $10 for a piece tin of tinfoil hat. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like a raw. Why don't we go set up so, shop there? <laughs> I know we should, exactly. It's ridiculous. So anyway, we stayed there. That was, again, another Motel 6 extravaganza. Um, and then we quickly left the next day onwards for Texas via the Carlsbad Caverns, which was amazing. That, that was, was very cool. phenomenal. I would recommend that to anybody yep. going that way. I would absolutely recommend that too. You go down about, it, it turned out to be about 750 feet from the top. Mind you, okay, you're driving along basically nothingness, flatland, and suddenly you start to see these um, mountains or this ridge on the horizon you get closer and closer and it's a really tall kind of thing you see everything for you see for miles up on top of it because there's no other hill on the horizon basically um and then uh, on the top of the hill there's this little what looks like it's a, like a ranger station kind of thing you go inside there it turns out there's lifts there and you go down the lifts or you can take the natural walk if you want to which is about two miles each direction. Yeah, it's a two-hour walk. Uh, or you go down a lift, which goes down about 750 feet, into a cavern, which is an enormous, huge, vast hall. It basically felt like something out of Lord of the Rings. It felt it like the Mines of Moria. Like six football pitches? Yeah, six yeah, football fields wow. inside of it. In, it's just, in just one part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you get to one point where you look at this... You're, you're, 
you get there and you look at a sign and it says you're on a like a 140 foot balcony now, looking over the the the, the south um, cavern, which is unexplored at the moment. Um, and you just see darkness. You can't see anything. You can't realize what you're looking at. Back in the the visitor center up at the top again, um, you look at this three dimensional kind of map of it, and and you realize where you are standing and the vastness of the next cave or cavern beyond you. And you just go, oh my god, like this place is huge. We did a vlog from there. You can't. It doesn't do it justice at all because phone cameras do not pick up the detail of it. It's such a phenomenal place to go ridiculously interesting of course people are stupid and bring children down there. it's a bit like being on an airplane you know when you 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 can't escape the sound of a screaming child yep yeah it's exactly that people brought their kids down there and or babies down yeah, there and they were just yeah loud. we're told don't talk loudly because your voice will echo across the entire thing and yet there were babies screaming and crying down there so that was really fun no but it was amazing it was, it was only momentary. momentary, momentary. Yeah. yeah. So that was fascinating. Uh, we discovered the fact that uh, New Mexico and a little bit of Texas has awful roads. Wherever there's a, um oil well, you'll have shit roads. Like, those roads were appallingly bad. And you expected to go about 65 miles an hour across these things, which were just like washboards, basically. It was a joke, and there were... It was really annoying because you'd, you'd end up with a slow truck in front of you and nowhere to overtake for miles, and you just have to follow them going half the speed, and it just drove us insane. Um, I, I just felt that was probably the most difficult day I've had on the road, was that day I just felt knackered and angry and frustrated. And as you go into Texas, you lose all the cool scenery. Like, up until Texas, like, driving, like, it was enjoyable because you were just looking at all this cool shit. And then you get to Texas and it's just like these oil... Oil wells, but also just... If it's not oil wells, it's just fields of green. And that's it. But, you know. Um, From where? Where did we go? From there. Uh, Where did we go from there? Midland, which was brief and not very interesting. Went to see... Midland was interesting. Yeah, we went and saw Avengers there. So, Drew, that's where we saw that. Okay. Yep, we saw Avengers Endgame in a town called Midland. Uh, we did, of course, go past George Bush, the first George Bush. His, uh, was it birthplace or house? The house where he grew up. Yeah, the house where he grew up. That was in Midland, Texas. That's kind of cool. I had no idea about that. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm. Um, again, to, to, be, to, be, to have I've driven on such nothing roads for so long, to get to civilization, to see an interstate... And to see, yeah, something interesting like that was really rewarding and, and just satisfying. We booked our accommodation for the night, and then uh, Google Maps and Apple Maps both did terrific things and uh, bullshitted us for the first time, or the third time for the day, but the first big, big way. Um, it led us into the middle of... Basically, the interstate was parallel to us, but it asked us to go on a slip road to the side instead, um, and uh, led us to the middle of some random field where there was no accommodation at all, with probably the biggest pothole I've ever come across ever, which we drove straight into because it was full of water, and I couldn't tell. And it was nighttime, so we couldn't see anything. That so that was fun. That was I thought that we was... were about to die. So yeah, how did I didn't you get to the accommodation? 
we we eventually yeah we pulled over i had to take a couple of deep breaths because i was ready to just get out of the car and step in front of a truck um (laughs) and i was so done with the day just the amount of trucks i drove slowly behind the amount of utes i drove slowly behind the amount of it was a washboard road it took like going on five hours yeah it was ridiculous um yeah it was just a tough day tough day shit roads everywhere uh, just everything went wrong there was you know google maps would say we we're getting quite low on fuel at one point and uh dangerously low in yeah like re- like we had less than a gallon left like we we're coming up on empty fast you need to keep a jerry i was doing back yeah but it's america that there's there's there is gas stations everywhere except for when you need one because <laughs> yeah no for real because we google maps said Okay, yeah, gas station in three miles just up ahead. And we're like, oh, thank goodness, we'll, we'll get there. We got there and it was just nothing. It was it was just an abandoned field with nothing there. And we're like, what the hell are we going to do? Anyway, we drove on, we managed to find one. America has a, a good but shit system for paying for fuel where you have to dip your credit card in first. Yep. Like prepay for fuel. Speed of light, yeah. Though. Look, America loves this idea with everything: restaurants, petrol stations, everywhere where you pay for things, where you dip your card in and open it up to have funds withdrawn. Take what you need, then they'll charge you for it. So again, you dip your card in. Yeah, and they've got you your, your details ready to go. Yeah, they, exactly. They've got your details. Yeah. Then you fill up with fuel. Then it will charge you for the amount that you used. So yeah, cool. It works in restaurants. They take your card, you then, they scan your card, they come back, they give you the receipt, you then write in the tip, you sign it, you walk out, that's it, done. They've got your card details, they'll charge you the amount that you've written down. So it works on trust a lot of the time as well. The shit thing is, though, that all these petrol stations require you to put in a zip code to prove that it's your card. I'm not from the United States. I don't have a zip code. So we always try the two zip codes we're told to use. The one that everyone knows based on the TV show, 90210. Of course. So you do that one. And if that doesn't work, you do five zeros then instead. If that doesn't work, you're fucked. Because you can't pay for fuel. And when you get to the middle of nowhere, you end up at petrol stations where there's no one working at the petrol stations. So there, then it comes up on the screen and says, see cashier to pay for pay inside or by cash. But there's no one to pay to. So you're in nowhere with... A card that you can't use because it's not valid because it's not a United States credit card. Can, so it just gets all exhausting and frustrating and tiresome and annoying. I can hear you withholding but, your true frustration here. Oh, like I was done. I had to get back into the car. I had to get Sarah to come out and have a go at it. I just was so fed up and so done with it. You know, I, I just, you can imagine me just on the brink of. Oh, yeah. My eyes falling out from rage. Oh, yeah. So anyway, we managed to pay for fuel eventually. Got on the road, got to our spot, <laughs> place in Midland, tried to find the address of our accommodation, was led into a giant pothole, which basically felt like it ripped the suspension off the car. The car's fine, by the way. Good. Um, good, good. Earlier in that day, we'd also chipped the windscreen as well. A rock had flown up and hit the windscreen and cracked it. So that was a bit annoying. Um, we had to make a call on the fly to Enterprise to see if we were going to be charged for the fact that a rock hit us when we couldn't do anything about a rock that flew out from under a truck and hit our windscreen. It wasn't our fault. Thankfully, they're not charging us for it as well, which is good. We were told that if it gets any worse or it becomes a problem, 
find the nearest Enterprise, they'll swap the car for free for us, we'll get a new one, drive on from that, which is awesome, so that's cool. I don't want to change the car, though, I love this car now. I'm attached yeah, to it. we've clocked our mileage in hours. Yeah, we've got we a mileage counter. We're on 60 hours now, I think we are. Wow. I'm not changing car. Yeah, I'm, I've got my counter going for it. Um, yeah, don't, driving don't time. change it. Oh, no, exactly. That's uh, yeah, so look, eventually we found the hotel because we turned into a petrol station. Turns out the hotel was behind the petrol station with a crap, awful, bumpy, potholed road to get to. We got there eventually. Woo. Anyway... On from there, we drove on to uh, Dallas Fort Worth. Oh, wow. oh, so please, this is please. this is the this is the highlight of the story, and every episode has to have a um, a sit Kent, of course, of course. And and Drew, now what I what I'm I'm suggesting it out loud here. Should we do this as a two parter? We're we're at at the same point that we always end at. Should we end this episode here and move on and do part two of the road trip? On the next episode, and then do our Avengers review after that. Would you like to? Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's I think do that. This is, now this is. I'm, Fort Worth deserves its own podcast. Yeah, look, and that's 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 what I'm going to do. Is is that I've got my sick end of the week right now, okay. and they've already run it. They've won it before. These people won it last <laughs> time. Breaking the rules? No, because uh, because some people can win it twice. <laughs> very special people can win it twice. And these people absolutely... Did you just say you that agree? he's very special? No, 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 no. <laughs> now only very special people get to do it. People that were just... Ugh, <laughs> before yes. got it every other time. But the very special people now can get it twice. Okay. Now, this is because when we left uh, Midlands, we'd gotten in contact with my friends in the United States. Um, now... Uh, Last time I, they were mentioned on the show, it's because they'd sent me some memorabilia from the United States to Australia because I didn't get to go to a race that I'd met them at in Austin, Texas that year. That was That's right. la, uh, not last year, the year before, 2017, I didn't get to go to the race, but they uh, kindly sent me merchandise from the race. Uh, now, this is because we were told that they were... They were going to go and do some research for us as we headed towards Dallas. Uh, we're going to try and stay in Dallas. Now, I'd been told for, by a friend before that Dallas is actually a little bit of a hole and not, not ideal. Anyway, Tabor and Suzanne, uh, the people, they went and did some research for us and tried to find a, a good hotel um, in, in Dallas where they were currently out of town. They were, they were about 70 miles outside of Dallas is where they live. But they weren't at their home. They were doing some charity work at that point, so they weren't able of to. Of course, yes, of course. The sweetest people. They are the most lovely people. So that we weren't able to go and stay with them at their house. They were going to try and find a, a good hotel or, or recommend a good hotel to us. The following day, they were going to arrive in Dallas, take us out to lunch, on them, pay for it on them because it's their treat because uh, they were excited to see us and also excited Aww. to meet Sarah. They were also excited because uh, and, and sorry that we couldn't stay with them. Anyway, they suggested a hotel instead because Dallas had basically been fully booked because there was, what was it, hockey? I think so. I think some, some, some hockey, I think it was a hockey event, ice hockey event, had basically booked out all of Dallas. They couldn't find accommodation anywhere and all wow. the prices had doubled. So they suggested instead we stay in Fort Worth. Now, they recommended a hotel to us and I said, uh, look, we looked at it, we looked at the cost and we're like, look, that's where they're planning on picking us up from tomorrow. But it's a little bit pricey. So I, I messaged them and said, hey, look, great suggestion on the hotel, but it's a little bit outside of our price range. Um, we're going to stay at the Holiday Inn down the road. So it's it's one road. 
we'll just stay there instead. Yep. To which they said, oh, no, no, it's, it, no, no, please, like, please, it's our treat. Like, we really don't mind. And then it kind of dawned on us that they meant they, their intention was for us, for them to pay for our hotel in Dallas, in Fort Worth, and take us out to lunch and pay for that as well. Wow. So then we absolutely refused because that is just ridiculous. Of course. Generous. I couldn't possibly. Yeah, no. But they insisted and they insisted and they insisted and they said, stay in, pick whichever hotel room you want to in that hotel. That's where you're staying. When we get to, to Fort Worth and we pick you up, we'll walk in, we'll go to the counter, I'll put my card down, I'm paying for it. That's what we're doing. Do it. Pick your room, call them, make the reservation, put it under your card for now, but we'll go and do that. If they say no to paying for it under a different card, we'll get cash out, we'll give you the cash. That's what we're doing. So Yeah, they've won the award. So Tabor and Suzanne, you guys are the most lovely people. We'll tell you more about the lunch on the next episode, but they are the most lovely people and absolutely they deserve Sick End of the Week once again. This weekend, every week, every every week, because yeah. they were just wow. the loveliest, so, nicest people. So kind. We had the best time with them. We'll tell you more about Fort Worth. We'll tell you more about them, and we'll tell you about uh, there on to now on the next episode. Drew, would you not agree? I would agree. Okay, everybody, thank you very much for listening. Sorry, hopefully it wasn't too boring listening to mostly me just drone on about the trip. Oh, it's been fascinating. I, I don't know if this is interesting to other people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's interesting. Yeah, and someone it's just a... rambles on about their gap year, and it's like, all right. Yeah, okay. like, it's it's a, yeah, it's it's the gap year holiday for us. But, uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Anyway, more of it next week. There's the music. DJ Quads, of course. Of course. Till next time. Yep. Yep. Please don't talk about me when I'm gone. Oh, honey, though our friendship 